0: Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to a wider audience, really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, if you're getting value, check us out. Thank you again.
1: So grateful to you.
0: All right, so just had a dynamic interview with Sean R. Callagy, and if you are not inspired after coming on this call, he just, he's, he's accomplished so much, faced so much adversity and really just found his way. He, he's an entrepreneur, a national speaker, philanthropist of one of America's top trial attorneys, online personality, and creative, various peak performance technologies. And oh, by the way, he's legally blind warrior and adventurer. He's, create a mission and his mission is to influence influence to merge ecosystems so one plus one equals a trillion relationships that make the world an even greater place and we really dive in with the core principles to get your why the important philosophies to really create your sphere of influence and just master your circumstance and he asked me some really really engaging thought-provoking questions so this is one you're going to enjoy and make sure you like me here go over give us a ratings review hit that subscribe button it means so much to us all right let's do this all right and thanks again for checking us out of course if you like be here go over and give us a ratings and review doesn't have to be five stars we just want to hear what you like what we can do better what greatness we can bring you but today we have sean r callagy on the show hey sean how you doing Hey, Jason, how are you? And thanks,
1: everybody, for uh, your time. Thank you. Yeah, of
0: course. And uh, we had a great talk track off point. You're actually close to, close to me. You're there in New Jersey. So loving the good New Jersey rain that we get today. And uh, down in Long Beach Island, which is a place that I've enjoyed a lot. And uh, really, it's just an awesome place. And super excited. So, Sean, you've accomplished so much over so many years. And, and you talk a lot about your space of influence. Why, why is that something that, that's a consistent talk track for you?
1: Yeah, thanks, Jason. So, you know, I I came out of school um, knowing I was going blind, I'm legally blind, and I was an athlete growing up, and I thought that the way the business world worked was very much like athletics. I was captain of the Columbia University baseball team and listened to my coaches, worked hard, went to a great high school in northern New Jersey, a little public high school, very middle class town, and it was like amazing. So I thought when you went to the working world, and I got my law license, an attorney, and yeah, just listen to these guys, and everything's going to work out. And I realized that people felt amazingly disconnected from their ability to control their money, their time freedom and the magic of their life. And then I realized the people who had that ability had the power of influence. And first Jason, I was really unbelievably upset that Ivy league undergrad did not teach me that. Law school did not teach me that and acquired hundred thousand dollars of debt from law school to learn that influence was the superpower that unlock, pay- unlock people's money, time, and magic. So I set out to learn how to do that because I want to have the freedom to make choices in my life.
0: So what are some of the separating factors from a person who, who realizes this and someone who still hasn't had that occur to them? So
1: I think the difference is that we think uh, there's three things I believe that the reasons people create results. There's the mapping and plan I call process mastery. There's the self-mastery, the inspiration, aspiration, the motivation, discipline, whatever you want to share that gets yourself to do it. And people have those too. Look, like, I got a great map. I got a great plan. And I'm so excited. I'm going to take action. And then people don't say yes. And they think that there's something wrong with the plan. And they eventually begin to stop taking action, blame the plan, then move to the next plan. And same thing happens and the next plan. And then they start blaming the plans. They start blaming their self-worth. And the missing interconnected piece is the influence master. So what do I think it impacts? I think it impacts how much money people make, how free their time is, and how they have the magic and experiences they want. If we had one more little detail. I think the other piece, Jason, is that we innately connect our ability to influence with integrity and then what to actually do with it in our process. Some portion of us, our self-worth, like I don't connect. I don't think people connect their golf swing, How they hit a tennis ball, how they play musical instruments, like their inherent self-worth. It's a developed skill set and knowledge with integrity and authenticity that deepens connection extraordinarily with people so that people don't see us through a prism that's false. So it isn't about like pressure, it isn't making something happen. Like you're brilliant, your space. If you're not able to explain your brilliance and what you do then people miss out on merging with you, Jason, and all that you're doing if you can't explain it. So what happens is people get no's all over the place where they don't otherwise belong, and they don't realize that it's simply because their influencing skill set is not where it needs to be. And it's never, final, final, it's never yes or no about influence. Yes, I'm a good influencer or not. Yes, I'm a great influencer or not. It's literally where you're on the scale of mastery. And when we enter the top nines at our mastery, that's when all the exponential increasing of magic begins.
0: So do you find that it's a lack of faith that people have in themselves, or is it the, the, the idea that so many other people are, are having accomplishments around them that they ultimately say, well, someone else must have had these things that I don't, so I'm just gonna give up then?
1: Yeah, so our movement's called Unblinded, and I think what it fundamentally is is a lack of awareness that process, influence, and self-mastery are three different things. So when you realize that process, influence, and self-master are three different things and all are required to get to the outcomes we want, now we have awareness. We go, okay, so what happened there? I took action. Plan seems great, you know, but I didn't get it. Okay, so it's got to be something in my influence. And then we break into the subsection. So I would say the first jump off point is realizing that we can predict our outcomes if we focus on process, self, and influence. And then from there, the micro distinctions, but I, I agree with you, brother, that a lot of what happens for people is their faith, because they eventually develop faith that you, Jason, can do it. Maybe they'll believe I can do it if they know me, but they begin to believe they can't do it. So that faith diminishes, but that faith is restored to me when people realize that if you have the right plan and the right influence and skill set, it will work as long as you follow through. So that's, yeah, that's my jump off.
0: What, what are some of the first steps that you see that are paramount from people taking the right or starting the right journey from where they are today?
1: Yeah, I think, I think the place it all begins is why, right? You know, so our self mastery to me is driven by why. And originally, when I thought like I wanted to start making more money as an attorney, when I lived in a tiny apartment, $100,000 in debt and wanted to begin to create more, I'm like, well, I'd love to have a sports car and convertible. And then I read a book that said, you "You have to be able to build your quote unquote network. I don't use those words, but network back then. And I talked to somebody and I'd be afraid. And in the moment, the reality of my fear was a lot different than the idea of a, a physical object, like a convertible, right? So I didn't take action. When I learned about the depth of why, and truly connecting into my legacy my future that the fear of not accessing our, our life's purpose becomes a much greater motivator than the fear of like somebody saying no to us so i think it's when we get into the more the deeper elements of our why our legacy our destiny that creates acceleration of action dramatically more than a tangible concept like money like a house, like a car, a status. I think those things are so fleeting; they don't drive any action. And so it's that depth, I think, that really drives it. You
0: have some questions. If there's someone listening, just saying, you know, I don't even know how to figure out my why. I, I, I'm not sure what I want. Is there some leadoff questions that someone should be asking themselves that can help yeah. them determine this?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say this. Go in the sequence. What do you want? Then ask yourself why you want it seven times. What do you want? Then ask yourself why you want it. So what do I want? I want a convertible. Why? Because um, it'll be fun. Why? Well, I guess maybe I'll feel better about myself. Why? Well, hmm. Hmm. I don't know, because maybe I'll feel like um, I'm, I'm doing something worthwhile. Why does that matter? Well, because I care about my life's purpose. Why? And where I came all the way down to is because God gave me talents and God gave all of us talents. And I believe that we can either bury them, squander them or expand them. And I'm going to be responsible with those someday. And and so, and I want to have the right answers. The step before that for me became because I want to be an example of possibility to my children to show them what's possible. And then it became to the people around me and then the God. So each why takes us deeper into that. And it's like, oh my God, I started, I thought I wanted a convertible. Like, now I know what I want. So what do you want? Seven, seven steps of why do you want that? 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 And maybe this, Jason, finally, is if you had the privilege and blessing like my grandmother did, right, to know it's going to be your last day on earth and to know that you're going to think thoughts that day if you have that privilege of what your life stood for and what you're going to be remembered for. And when you answer that question and your current want and seven deep why, then I think you have your answer. And that could take all 30 minutes and change your entire life.
0: Yeah, and I agree. And that's beautiful. And talking about today, you know, we're, we're in a mist here where a lot of people are at home and a lot of people have time to think. Uh, what going through the life lessons you have gone through throughout, what would be some suggestions for people who are going to go back to maybe not having a job, maybe um, not being having the same business that they owned, maybe having to, to just transition, not because of what they did, but because of something that was outside of their control. Do you have any suggestions for people who may be listening today that, that are, that feel lost at this moment?
1: Yeah. So first I, I connect with the deepest part of my heart. You know, I'm a blind man. My grandfather was blind. Um, my mom pushed the hot dog cart in Jersey city Um, so i have full awareness and connection to lack to fear to challenge you know my grandfather feared feared his entire you know 20s 30s and into his early 40s that he was going to be found out that he was going blind to get fired from a job with five kids and he didn't pass get past eighth grade um you know so please don't hear me saying oh it's easy like just boom, boom boom like i have faced dreadful fear on a daily basis that I couldn't pay my bills when I quit my job and built a law firm. So I have empathy and connection to the reality of all these things. And and I, when this coronavirus hit, I have 125 people that work for me as employees. I was like scared out of my mind that I was gonna have to lay off mass numbers of people. And I still may have to, I don't know what the future is gonna hold economically, but so far so good. And, and we've maintained our status in the companies that I own. Um, which I'm incredibly grateful for, but I get a lot of people can't. It just is impossible no matter what what you do. If you own a restaurant, I mean, you're not open. It's crazy, right? For a lot of these places and you can't you can't survive on takeout for a lot. So what I would suggest is during this time is to hold a certain amount of your day, 15 minutes to feel your feelings of dread, of grief, of upset, of sadness. I call it executive creation decision-making time experience your feelings, right? So get them out, get them through. Ask yourself some more effective questions now, like, hey, like, what else could these situations mean, right? So you're shifting your thoughts and your emotions through questions. And then to really think about with the abundance of time being created for you, how to use it productively to increase your value in the world. Like we each have an inherent value in a capitalist structure. Not our heart, not our love, not our inherent goodness, but there's an economic value to each of us. And I think it's much greater than any of us ever think, right? And I think we can increase it in two ways. To increase your skill level every single day. And I, I can't emphasize enough to increase your influencing skill set, number one. And number two, to increase the value of our relationships. And there's very specific ways to go about doing that, but that will be my my two, my three things: feel your feelings, then work and massively your time on improving your skill set, and carving out time to build a relationship value that you have, and that's how you end up like somebody like yourself, Jason. I mean, I I've read up on you, like I'm aware of what's going on. You've created an extraordinary dynamic of partnerships and ownership of things and that happened a piece at a time like it wasn't a a waving a magic wand because you improved your influencing skill sets had great self-mastery and you scaled and built things bit by bit by bit creating relationship capital leverage and you have an extraordinary life
0: thank you yeah it's one set at a time right and it continues to grow as long as you have the perseverance to push through and talking on that level growing your sphere of influence what are some of the, the best ways to complete, the, not complete because you're never complete, but, but transform that process?
1: So sure. So again, um, having the skill set of influence to me means that you understand how to become heard, have your ideas accepted, and then acted upon. And the process of being heard is rooted in one dynamic, a takeaway dynamic, is creating a scotoma. So when you create blank spots for people, because you're, you're facing knowingness, we're all facing knowingness. Like, okay, Jason's in real estate, I think this means, oh, he's got a podcast, that means this. We're gonna have a conversation with a guy that talks about influence, okay, like some sales trainer dude, I get like, we have nanosecond, as Malcolm Gladwell talks about in blank, we have split second responses to like what people are and things. A scotoma is how you create a blank spot and understanding with congruence and integrity, grace and elegance, how to create scotomas to open the listening of people. That is the essential initial indispensable, you know? Um, Like Jason walks into a meeting and a dinner and we're sitting with four people and say, it's two, Attorneys I know I'm I'm friends with Dan Geltrude guy goes by the name of America's Account is on TV all the time, and I go hey you know here's Jason he's in real estate, everybody's like oh, okay, I go here's Jason, um, he owns hundreds, of of units, dwellings, apartments, real, like things, everybody goes what Jason, Skatoma. now you go well I don't have that credibility, there's all kinds of ways to create scotomas. The challenge is most people in their influence benefit grow, speak into a block right, of objection, thinking they'll overcome it by like speaking into it. The power of questions and having your identity like there and then how you deliver it is incalculably important on the left. That's the increase in the skill dynamic. On the right-hand side, um, it, what you're doing, podcasting, videos, continuously with people that you connect with that social proof you um is how you expand your influence and we created a really fun hack jason which i won't go into in any detail i know we have a short window here together today called the unblinded real raw role play and every day we have five dynamic people two participants three judges from les brown to the creative action coach brad sugars you know uh, uh, 70 countries, 1,000 franchises, all these crazy people, best-selling authors, et cetera, people like yourself, right? Being judged by um, people like yourself. And what that's done is created enormous acceleration in relationship capital. And I bring it up because there's innovative ways that you can use technology to connect with people, amplify the number of people you're connecting with and what you're doing to demonstrate who and what you are. Because once people see you as... Something, let's say you know, Jason is seen as a successful person in the professional space and in the influencing space, then other people are successful professionals influencers, like, oh yeah, that's Jason. We want to connect, and then other people want to learn from him. It's the same thing from you. So it's how you create the influence skill set, combine it with guests and social proofing of people you're connecting with, then all of a sudden your ability to create massive acceleration in who you can have a meeting with. What well, you can talk about completely changes and you've exponentially amplified your sphere of influence.
0: Just yeah, a couple. I love of. that. And you know, some of my greatest growth has, have been asking other people that I trust in my sphere of influence for critique upon myself because sometimes you're so close to something that you miss yeah. the points, right? And you have someone who can say something and when they say it, it's so obvious, but because you're so close to it that you completely miss it because you're, you're too dialed in on something that's not completely right in front of you. Um yeah. In that point, throughout your years, the, the adversity that you've overcome, what's been the greatest through line throughout all the adversity? Uh,
1: is to realize, to not take myself too seriously. You're Like, dude, you have a lot of certainty, a lot of quick answers. Sounds like you take yourself seriously. Well, I say Ogmandino's 10 scrolls every day. Um, and, and scroll number seven is I lovingly laugh at myself and the world. Right? Like, I make more mistakes in a week than most people make in a lifetime. I, I truly believe that most, not all, most. So um, I innovate, I try things. I too don't see what I don't see. And I apply these very same things that I'm articulating and sharing to myself. And I mentioned the real role role play, that grew out of Corona and saying, look, listen, we're not connecting with people right now. We can't connect live um, in, in person. We're not gonna have any events anytime soon. What are we gonna do to like meet new people? and and we fought internally, I fought, we, we battled, we jostled, we got frustration, we had frustration, we'd upset, right? And all of a sudden, you have an idea. And then, like, it, it kind of doesn't work. But then you innovate a little bit, and it works a little better. And then kind of, like, so So to me, the most common thread of my life has been in the face of wanting to quit. And I've made the mistake of quitting some things. You know, I, I'm divorced. I got divorced in my first marriage. It's one of the great um Suboptimal decisions in my entire life. Still great friends with the mother of my three children. We live five minutes apart. We have a great relationship. But I'm I'm always transparent. Like I've made mistakes, and that was a mistake, right? Um, because what I didn't do there, which I've done in the places and I and I thought I did, and I thought I tried enough, right? But I hadn't, because we never try enough. But it's about vertical innovation, is the great through line. Not jumping to something different but asking yourself in this context, what can I do to like fix that next thing that'll create the next breakthrough? If, if I'm not feeling supported in a relationship and I think I've asked every different way, like, but what haven't I done yet? Like what would be a disruption innovation there? Like if, I, if I'm in the space of trying to attract uh, or try to get a job right now, or trying to buy a dwelling or find partners to buy a dwelling or invest, what am I, like what's the next thing well, oh, yeah, I'm not calling people. Okay, what can I do to get myself to call people? Oh my God, I got to make a list. It's what is the next micro innovation step that'll take you forward? And when I've messed it up, Jason and everybody, it's because I didn't do that. I just jumped to the next thing. And when I've done it right, it's been to ask myself what's the next thing to solve for to make this thing work? Hope yeah. that answers.
0: <laughs> No, it's absolutely huge. And a lot of the, the stop and go that people have in their life is because they set this big goal, but they forget to ask themselves, well, what's the first step to that goal, right? And so I, I set this grandiose goal of whatever it be. You know, you can make it monetary, you know, housing, you know, relationship, any of those points, but you forget that first step of asking the question, well, what's next? What's the most important next step I can take? And that's why so many people fail especially in the age of social media where you know one day somebody looks like nothing and the next day suppose they look like they have a mansion or whatever they have that's that's so outside their realm and then someone says well i can't do that because i because i want that but i i just don't have it instead of saying well what's the first logical step to to start building my my wins so i have wins stacked on wins stacked on win
1: yeah just can i this sure. so just because i i feel remiss if i didn't why are you doing everything you're doing Like you're doing beautiful things in the world. Like what drives you? And I hope that's okay if I ask you a question. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I love to understand people.
0: So my wife and I, I'll take it back. Funny story. We met in 2003. Uh, So Peely was uh, from Hawaii. Um, I'm from New Jersey. And we met and, uh, you know, we started working together at at a large um, bar. It was very large and it ended up growing about 25 times while we were there. Never dated. We're not together. Um, We both faced um, times where it weren't ideal for either of us, had bad relationships and, and others. She moved away twice um, to pursue, you know, acting, then go back and see family. And then back in 2012 to 2013, it just something clicked, right? It was that moment where we, it, it was just right and we found each other. And you, you have to, you keep persevering for times. And sometimes if you feel you're on the right track, but you don't necessarily know what that track is, you keep moving that direction. And then when when I found Peely, well, that that was a direction we were both going. We just didn't know it, right? It's almost like it, when you're like two feet from gold, right? Where where you, you if you don't stop, you hit it. But if I we had stopped at that point, we don't. And through that point of just persevering, continue to just try things and just understand that the road's not going to be perfect. But if I can say to others, hey, listen we're going to try this. Right. Like, Again, like right now we're trying a live show that we just started. Right. It's not perfect. You know, the other day, you know, our kids are jumping all over as One spilled coffee as they come in. They're supposed to be napping. You know, we're on this thing and it, it is what it is, but we're trying it. And if we fail, that's okay too, because the greatest lesson are going to come from our failure. And we want others to understand that the, the, the important thing is that you find fulfillment in what you're doing. It's not what other people are thinking of you or your possessions or these things that can be easily taken away. And no one really is paying attention to you because they're so worried about themselves. And if we can stop worrying about the outside Mm -hmm. scenarios and worrying about what is key to us in our lives, the world will just take a whole nother step. And I hope with where we are right now, where everyone has gotten closer in a way with the people that are right around you, that you can. Come out of this with a whole new perspective on on what's out there in life. A whole new perspective on on what we can do when we put our minds together, because things can easily be taken away from us. Even like the small businesses that have done everything right, it can be easily taken away. But what can't be taken away is the closeness you can have with the ones that mean the most with you.
1: Awesome, brother. Hey, can I ask you one more quick one? That's a beautiful yeah. story. I'm hearing like depth of love, family priority. You know, really, really cool story. Um, I have a million questions for you, but one more sure. be, What do you do for fun, like, what are you doing for fun during Corona with your family?
0: So I am, I like to stress myself and, and it's one of these things where I've run a lot and I'm doing a running challenge right now, <clears throat> excuse me, where it's called calendar club and I run daily. And, um, today will be the 30th day of the month and I'm going to run 30 miles So I, yesterday I ran twenty twenty nine 29 miles, the day day before I ran 28 miles. So it's going to be about 465 miles for it. I like seeing those points and it's good for me to know because I find that when I do things like that, it goes to show me that the things I think are hard around me ultimately aren't and they're all going to pass. Right. And yesterday it you know, my, my, honestly, my, my one left foot is bruised pretty good. I'm, I'm still feeling pretty good. My left foot's bruised pretty good, but I know if I just keep putting this one foot in front of the other, I'll I'll eventually get to the end. And that's like a lot that comes down with life. And I love to do that. That's what I like for me because it gives my mind the time where, you know, you just like yourself, that you're active and entrepreneur, your mind's always going. Well, that gives me a moment to just allow my mind to have its best thoughts. That's a lot
1: more than a moment. (laughs) <laughs> running the miles, man. Like that's yeah. remarkable. Congratulations. That's mind-blowing.
0: Thank you. Yeah, and it's been something where it it also goes to the point where it, that's my heart, but I, I also want to show it to other people that act, any action is better than no action, right? So if your heart is getting up and walking around a block, they're, they're the same heart. It's just getting started and getting going. And that's usually the part of just any any motion forward is better than thinking about doing it at any point.
1: Wow. Very impressive. That's inspirational. And I thought I ran a lot yesterday. I ran four and a half miles. I'm like, dude, like,
0: you, know, you know, and, and it's those things where right now people are waiting for something to happen to, to get going again. And why is always the question, you know, right now is the time to just, there's so much that you can do to improve yourself, to be better. And, and it goes back to what you're saying before, just like the growth that people have and the influence. Like if you just 1% every day, you know, that's it. Like, just like that thing that you couldn't even see, and it, and it goes both ways, 1% positive or 1% negative. You know, it, if you do that in either which way, there'll be massive growth, either in a great way, which we hope, or in a, or in a negative way.
1: Amen, brother. That's extraordinary. I'm going to tell that story all day. Today. Like, dude, I, I've heard a lot of crazy things. I have a lot of crazy friends like you, but that's one of the craziest stories I've heard. That, that's, a, that's like an apex 0.001% story. That's amazing.
0: Well, I appreciate that. And we, we have fun. And best part about it is when I do these long races, my wife, she's right there. You know, the kids are the kids are, they, they enjoy it. They're in with me. They're celebrating with me. They're crossing off the calendar. You know, they're, they're involved and, and it's this camaraderie. And to me, it's important to show family that we're going to commit. And we might, you know, I don't know if, if I broke a foot and couldn't run it, I'm going to give it my best. Right. But I'm going to go out there. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to give it my, my all. And when times get tough, we don't just throw in a towel. We say, okay, what can we do differently right now to find the best set suggestion? And like you said, you ask the questions, right? If you don't know what your why is. You say, um, why do I want this seven times? And if you are trying to create your influence, you keep asking the question and asking the question and asking the question. And it's so paramount to everything is I, I've thought many times in my life that I've tried every way. And then I think, well, well, have I, and I never have, there's always another way if you want it bad enough.
1: Amazing, um, so can I share something real quick? Sure, okay. Yeah. So before I asked you why you do what you do, before I did, on a, and, and let's be authentic and transparent to each other, mm-hmm. where where were you, was your liking of me on a scale of one to 10? 10 being like, my God, you're never gonna let me get out of your sight, A five being, eh, look, okay. A zero being you couldn't stand me. Before I asked you the why about you, scale of one to 10, honestly. So
0: I am always an optimistic people person. And Mm -hmm. I will always give everybody the benefit of the doubt. And usually I think one of the things that drives a lot, and I'll, I'll get back to your answer, but drives a lot is that, like you said, when when you walk up, you, your first impression, right? So if you just said I'm in real estate, or I do this in real estate, it gives two different impressions. Why? Well, I, I think that the categoriz- categoriz- categorization, sorry, I butchered mm-hmm. that word, of people gets so quick these days that mm-hmm. off a of, you know a text or off a of social media post or off of just a glance or off of you know anything their background or anything, people make a subjective thought of who that person is without yeah. ever having any context mm-hmm. of who they are. But if we could start and give everybody just the benefit of the doubt from the start, think about how great it was. Because most every time, I, I, a big majority of the time, people are great people. And unfortunately, the news focuses on people who don't do the greatest thing. And so that usually takes it as as if this, that categorizes everybody. Yeah. But most people, they just want a good life. So yeah. when I take that, I say, I have every reason to give you a 10 when you come on. Because I, I want you. I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for everybody that comes on and then ultimately you know if we are not perfect in our communication or whatever and we don't we give it our best shot
1: so that's very nice of you but let me ask it a slightly different way i want to compare before i asked you why then acknowledge you then ask you what you did for fun then authentically with integrity acknowledge you again because every word i said was true yeah in terms of your seeing your future in our relationship so let's say it differently
0: It does make this much stronger connection after you brought up the questions 100%. It created a bond that instead of us having that first meeting and a a quote unquote interview, we're now having a connected conversation.
1: Yeah, and and it wasn't simply, it was the questions. It was also the fact that I authentically listened. I acknowledge you. I didn't just go, oh wow, that's a lot. I was like, what? because you told me a what story. (laughs) So I heard it, I acknowledged it, I was present to it. It's freaking unbelievable, totally crazy. I heard you, Oprah Winfrey said she held the microphone for 30,000 people because she said, I see you, I hear you and what you say matters to me. And so if I could like leave anything here today, it would be that Influence truly is a superpower and our ability to connect with people is rooted in us loving them, hearing them, and giving them that very gift, right? Very mm-hmm. gift that Oprah talked about, yeah. which is why she's a multi-billionaire. And and listen, whenever you're successful, some people are not going to like you. And I'm not saying I agree with everything Oprah does, but she created an amazing level of success and influence because she heard people. So I did that. I did that for two reasons. One, because you deserve it. I was talking a lot. You're asking me questions. It is your show but I wanted to hear you and I want to authentically listen to you and demonstrate what that can look like for the audience.
0: The power of listening is, is so profound, right? And if you take in, you know, like uh, give an instance. So when we first started, you know, it was a, it was a new thing for us. We'd have questions to go by, but I could find that the conversation would get derailed because I was trying to stick to questions that didn't, that didn't correlate with what the person was saying. And in the early days, I, w- I was not hearing because I was I was making sure we would hit the questions. Once yeah. you throw the questions out and you understand that every conversation is only only in line with what you're hearing from the other person, it creates everything that makes the best conversations that go about. Yeah, yeah, Sean, this, yeah. Is, this has been incredible. So, for for everyone listening who would love to hear more about you, learn learn to more about you, where's the best way to connect?
1: Yeah, listen, we, we would hope that we have an amazing way for everybody to start your day. Um, it's 8.30 a.m. Eastern time every day called the Unblinded Huddle at unblindedhuddle.com. And that if you really want to see the power of what we're up to, um, it's the real raw role play. All this is free. The Unblinded real raw role play. And Jason, no pressure at all, but we'd love to have you on. First as a judge, you know, and then if you ever want to be a participant, because we're having some fun. And we, yeah, can awesome. see, we love each other. There's great feedback. it be remarkable people for you to connect with. So if that's of interest to you, come on and you know, your audience can see you, you know, crushing what other people and they're learning, but lots of great people like yourself.
0: Absolutely. That's awesome. Sean, thank you so much. This has been a great interview. I've highly enjoyed everything we've gone over. Really the, the, the spear of influence, setting up really your map and plan, your discipline, your influence, just creating your faith through your process, your influence and your self mastery, asking the questions about, why and the why really taking you back into asking yourself why do i want this seven times and just finishing with i see you i hear you and what other what you say matters to me i mean it's been incredible thanks so much for coming on the show thank you you. have a great day join us for your second cup of coffee every monday through friday at noon live every day bringing us our best content we've done so far super excited super engaging bunch of great guests we're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening make sure to check this out can't wait to see you